0: Our first all-in-person podcast on the Inside the Paint podcast. How about that? We've been doing how many episodes of this this adventure that is Inside the Paint? An adventure it has been. Show number 411, show number 250, even since the three of us all started doing the show at the beginning of season five. And Nick, this is the very first time that you and I have ever been in the same Same room at the time of recording. Absolutely crazy! You guys excited? I'm sure that this won't go terribly wrong. I am. We also have two
1: cameras because we're gonna do, we're doing a video thing. So hi. If you're on, if you're one of the four people that watch the video, (laughs) yeah. Well, if you're
2: listening right now on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, go to YouTube and watch this video so you can actually put a face to our annoying voices. That's right. Um, and just see what like how this show actually works because it's kind of chaotic sometimes. And
1: uh, well, to see how the show actually works, you'd have to be in each of our individual homes on any given Sunday night. This is not normal, but we wanted to commemorate. All three of us doing an in-person podcast for the first time ever.
0: That's right, yeah. And so there are two microphones, so we, we're we not exactly sure. Hopefully it doesn't sound too echoey. Hopefully it doesn't sound anything rough around the edges. I know absolutely nothing on this podcast is ever rough in the uh, production department. That absolutely never happens, so have nothing to worry about there. Don't! And the soundboard is just going to blow everybody's eardrums out. Landon's got no idea what he's walked into sitting right next to the Don't! speaker. Yeah, All right. KU they beat Iowa State they're moving on to what feels like their 25th Big 12 championship game in 25 years it's not that many but they've definitely been in a lot of them as of right now we don't know who they're going to play but you do because this podcast is not coming out during the TCU Texas game we got that on we'll hopefully have an idea at the end but we're going to talk all things Jayhawks all things college basketball lot of exciting things in the wide world of NCA basketball to discuss. I'm Ryan Landreth. I am Landon Fields and I'm Nick Wiper. This is going to be interesting. I'm sure that this will be crystal clear and not problematic at all. All right, let's do it. Number 1 Kansas 71, number 5 Iowa State 58. Normally, this is whenever I would say, hey, one of you two read this game story blurb I've written in the notes, but we don't have those. We don't have notes because we're doing this right after the game ended. So, would one of you guys like to try an impromptu monologue to recap how the Jayhawks got to another Big 12 title game?
1: Rock, paper, scissors for first. Ooh, I like that. Those goes. That's fair. (laughs) Um, So, Kansas, mostly in control of this game. It did not look pretty for especially the first half was was a quite gross game. What was the half score? 33 I'm looking at the box where I could even
2: read that. There. there you go. Right in front of me. Right. 33 to fit 25. 33 yeah, to
1: 25 go. uh in the first half. Not the second half was much better, 38 33. So not exactly an offensive showcase here. Uh, but the Jayhawks do mostly control most of this game. I thought especially in the second half they looked like they got more of an offensive rhythm kind of under their belt. They looked a lot more comfortable. Jalen Wilson was certainly very good in this game. We'll get into his stats and everything, but Kansas does what Kansas most of the time does in Big Twelve semifinals, and that is win against a good opponent. They also got their seventeenth quad one win with this victory, which is just bananas.
2: Hey, yeah. but Houston, Houston played East Carolina today, so they are that's true vying for the number one overall equally seed,
1: as, as we serving. speak. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Kansas uh, sixteen and six now all time in the Big Twelve semifinal round. And they had been tripped up a couple times by this Iowa State team in recent Big Twelve tournament history. Remember they lost the last two the last two times they've lost in the championship game was to this Iowa State team. And the last time that they lost in the semifinals came in 2014 to Iowa State. This was, it was close. Iowa State did lead 39-38, but it was all Jayhawks after that in front of what was a really fun 50-50 atmosphere. We have the TCU-Texas game on, and the atmosphere is nowhere near what it was for Kansas and Iowa State. Landon, you've said in the past that you really like whenever these two teams play in this event. It's one of your favorite events. Uh, I'm assuming the atmosphere tonight lived up to your expectations.
1: Yeah, I do really like when Iowa State... And, and Kansas, well, I was going to say, are both good at the same time. I really like when Iowa State is also good. Um, yeah, I think it's a really fun rivalry. Certainly, the Big 12 tournament is a great place to showcase that because both fan bases get to show out in great numbers and you know have their own little competition in the stands, which is fun to hear them both roar and cheer all at the same time. And they, they did get a good enough game because, as you said, Iowa State did make a push early in the second half, and there definitely was a lot of tension. And Iowa State hung around enough to like, keep it a ball game. Um, certainly, yeah. I think I think it's a really fun rivalry when both teams are playing well.
0: Nick, what are your thoughts on this win? They beat Iowa State by thirteen. They're moving on to the championship game. Another quad one win. Did you see what you wanted to see out of this Jayhawk team tonight?
2: Yeah, really. What's really impressed me with this Kansas team so far in the postseason, particularly, is their ability to keep teams at an arms length distance away for much of the game. And this one, you know, you noticed they were down by one for five seconds in this game, but throughout this game. Five, six, even eight-point lead most of the way through. Um, Really mashing Iowa State tit-for-tat in these runs, um, which has really been, a thing, a hallmark of this Kansas team, you know, except for the few outliers they've lost by 20-plus points, you know, the the TCU home loss. This team has done a very, very good job, if they're not winning, to stay right in there in position to take the lead at any minute in the game. Um, Obviously, the absence of Kel McCuller in much of this game was made up for Grady Dick playing fantastic down the stretch in the second half. That's a back-to-back uh, great games for him. Even quietly in this one, it seemed like we talked about a quiet fifteen points for yep. Grady Dick. Uh, Jalen Wilson, fantastic. Man, just just when the, the, the lights are a little bit brighter, you know, it seems like he gets in a slump here every once in a while, but when the when the pressure's tuned up a little bit, Jalen Wilson seems to to react to that pressure pretty well and he's been fantastic catalyst for KU getting into the Big 12 championship game. Obviously Norm Roberts doing a fantastic job in Bill Self's absence knows him pretty well and obviously being with Bill Self for decades on a, upon time. It's gonna, you're going to know Bill Self's system super well and I think the rotations have been really good too uh, with, in Bill Self's absence as well. So definitely some a lot to be impressed about. Two great wins to start postseason play Fifth, 13 plus
0: point wins uh, cannot complain about that. And I'm looking at the box score. A couple things that pop out to me, because normally we have these notes, right, that are prepared with all of our talking points. This is just initial reaction looking at the box score. Kansas forced 22 turnovers, including 13 steals. Grady Dick, Jalen Wilson, and Dewan Harris combined for 10 steals. That's ridiculous. KU was out-rebounded, but... Uh, they held Iowa State. What what we see Iowa State do so often than not is they force turnovers. They end up shooting way more shots than than their opponents do. In this game, they did take 11 additional field goals than Kansas, but they made fewer. They were 22 of 55 to KU's 23 of 44. The offense was great on a first shot basis, and this comes on a night when they didn't shoot the three ball very well. Six of 19. Grady Dick and Jalen Wilson combined and go five for 13, and everybody else was sad, including Joe Yesufu, who missed all three of his shots Uh, let's go ahead and lead off with Jalen Wilson I feel like it's probably the place to start 25 points 8 of 14 from the floor Three of seven from three, five for seven from two, and a perfect six for six at the line. Ten rebounds. This is 12th double-double of the year and three steals. Nick, you got to be real impressed. Just another, when the lights are bright, we said, this is why we're not going to panic about Jalen Wilson not playing well in the regular season down the stretch at times because we we were depending on him to, to up his game whenever the postseason started. Well, two games, two 20-point games, that's exactly what he's doing.
2: Yeah, well, you talk about maybe back to the, the, the last season where Kansas really struggled for much of the way. Uh, particularly the, the blowout season against USC. What you kind of noticed in that season was that there was no guy like Jalen Wilson who was taking the volume amount, the, like consistent volume of shots he's been taking. And and he knows that he needs to be a presence. He, know, he knows that the team relies on him to score a lot. And that's changed a little bit since the season has progressed, the dynamic of, hey, other guys are starting to contribute a little more, especially with the emergence of Ernest Uday and K, uh, KJ Adams playing a little bit better. Um, but he is always not afraid to take the shots and he's the shot take take to put Kansas in a position to be where they're at um and like you said earlier on we were concerned throughout the beginning of the season would this high volume be a concern down the stretch but he is very high quality shots the threes he's gotten a lot better with that you, know, you can see throughout his career his three-point percentage has gone up so Jalen Wilson is just become super efficient Um, He's high energy, you know, this entire team. Dewan Harris is scrappy, Kevin McCullough is scrappy, and even Jalen Wilson has been really scrappy this season Um, and just does things outside of scoring, which has been great. Double-double, like you said, in this game. And just Jalen Wilson, just seeing his trajectory throughout, you know, every Bill Self player seems like the trajectory from when they get here to when they leave is phenomenal. But I think particularly for Jalen Wilson, it's been incredible.
0: Seven turnovers for Wilson. I didn't see that in the original box. That's a lot. But still, he made up for it in other ways. Landon, where is Jalen Wilson? By the, and, and I'm sure you have other points that you want to hammer home. But just curious, something that popped in my brain. What does Jalen Wilson have to do before we start talking about him as legitimately one of the best three or four players in the self era? He's got all the accolades.
1: Yeah, that's uh well, that's a funny way to say accolades.
0: Accolades. Accolades. But, you know, there you it is go. It is. All right. Um
1: I don't know. I, I mean if he goes to another final four, or, heaven forbid, wins another national championship. Which would be nice. Which would be really nice on the old resume. Um I don't know, like, say they lose the, the big 12 tournament championship game and say they have a sweet 16 exit just run-of-the-mill kind of stuff i don't know because that's that, that's how his career would end he would be a national champion i think he's is he top five
0: it feels like it i feel like he is tough i don't know and what else you want what would, else you need to see who, who would be above him Tom, uh, thomas
1: robinson frank mason
0: but neither of those guys won championships and I think that matters. Jalen Wilson led the team in scoring in the national championship game. I
1: only say those two because national. Well, Thomas Robinson not win national. Should have. He should've. should have won national. Frank Mason of the year. did win national. Correct. Of the yep. Year. Of course, Jalen Wilson very high in that race. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Jalen um, Wilson's a top three. How many players has self had that have been top three at the end of the year for that? I mean, Graham was probably right around there in his senior year. Close. Mason and Robinson, obviously. Uh, so Wilson there you go he's what four or five guys at most that you can say are like that he's got a ring for a national champion he's got three big 12 championships in four years could get his second big 12 tournament out of three possible years all America
2: selection all-american
0: yeah. selection yep. coming yep. right up he's on pace to score well over 700 points this year already 659 points in his uh in his what do they play 33 games now 27 and 6 yep. 33 games He's been spectacular. He's been, we said at the beginning of the year, all three of us agreed, for Kansas to be national championship good, Wilson had to be an All-American. Well, he is, and Kansas is national champion that, good.
1: That's pretty good for a guy
2: that you said was really overrated, Nick.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nick it's, I used it as a motivational tactic. <laughs> I, I, I sent in the group
2: chat a lot of reactionary stuff. even though I don't really feel like I'm a reactionary person as much as I used to be. I said he was overrated in the heat of the moment, and you know, then we started the game poor last yesterday. Um, he scored And one. then he, after, immediately after <laughs> I sent that text. He scored I about scored 48 points 48 in 30 points minutes. minutes. Same since, with Grady Dick. Yeah. I, I said that he has been uh, slumping, and then he made a three right after I texted that. So That's true. Um, I'm going to start sending a lot of text messages like that as we get closer to the March Madness season. So um, I got you guys.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about Grady Dick here. Somebody want to give his stats a read?
1: Yeah, Grady Dick played 36 minutes. 15 points five rebounds and all I feel like all of his rebounds were just weird and scrappy and kind of fighting, the way it's been all year fighting through two people to get the ball uh 410 from the field two of six from three did go five of five at the line had three steals as you mentioned earlier Ryan uh two turnovers two fouls he was good I mean in this tournament what do you have 18 against yeah. uh, West Virginia really solid Basically outing all there. of
0: them coming in the second half too
1: yeah and in this game all you know 15 more five boards he is scoring he is shooting the ball a little bit better. Two of six is still... It's okay. It's better than two of nine. I he like was
0: one for five. The late the late make that really served as the dagger. the dagger put him up 12. That two of six looks a lot better than one of five. It does.
1: Uh, if he can score on a decently consistent basis... Like, the four of ten is also really important. 40% from the floor overall is... It's okay. Not great. But if he can actually just... If he can just genuinely make, like, four, five, six shots a night... like. Yeah. Even if they're all twos, like yeah. that's really important for a team whose offensive floor is really, pretty, low. really low. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. well, because you have Wilson, who I think everybody that you're Let's let's play this game. You're scheming against Kansas. You, you, you're not really actively trying to stop Jalen Wilson. It's kind of like whenever you're playing against an elite NFL wide receiver, you're not going to hold that guy to zero catches for zero yards. Right. You're going to, he's going to get his, but can you shut down the secondary weapons? And I think Grady Dick, that's where he pops up the most. I think you see teams constantly trying to slow him down because when Grady Dick plays well, they don't lose. Like, think of the games Kansas hasn't won this year. With the exception of the Baylor game in Waco, when Grady Dick is on his game making shots, they haven't lost. At least that's how I view it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you look at some of the other losses, and you see Joe and Wilson having, like, 25, 30 points, and everyone else has, like, 7. And, and if well, everyone else had 7, that'd be great. But, like, 3 other people have 7, and yeah. everyone else has, like, 3 or less. McCuller has 7
0: in 33 minutes. Dick has 8 in 36 minutes. Stuff like that.
1: Exactly. And that is not going to be good enough to win big games in March. Though, Nick, I think you agree on this point. If you get KJ scoring some points like he did in this game, if you get Dewan Harris... Scoring some points, which has been a talking point of all season, of if Dewan Harris scores like 10, they just refu- they can't lose and if he scores 10. Which yeah, is easier said than
2: done when you're playing, you know, a, in the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. Which is true. You can't hit a, a shot from two feet out of the basket with no one guarding you and you're That's never away. happened in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> never has, and I'm but sure what, it, it never will. But for Dick, what I've really been impressed with, like we were watching the game all together tonight. And I mentioned that his defense has just really improved throughout the season. I don't know. I don't know if you have, no, have noticed that as well. Definitely, yeah. He's he's good. He's handsy. He's I'll great go. off the of switches. And usually, when guys are driving to the basket, I feel like KJ Adams has a tendency to let blow bys happen. So does Ernest Uday. Um, Joe, yes, does too. But mm. Grady Dick has been a great defender, especially in the paint. And and a lot of the times he gets called for you know a, a blocking foul and maybe maybe there's offensive contacts. But a couple of times he's taken some really good charges too. So he's. As he's been through Kansas through his small sample size, I think his defense has been much improved. We knew coming into the year, his offense was going to be great. Great three-point shooter. That kind of slumped, but now it kind of seems like same with Jalen Wilson. When the lights are a little bit brighter. The shots start to fall a little bit more, and I think that we're going to see a little bit different Grady Dick than we've seen in the past few games, at least in conference We're going by. to see a different Dick.
0: <laughs> All right, and on that note, let's talk about DeWan Harris who was their third leading scorer in this game, 11 points, 6 assists, 4 steals, 3 turnovers, 35 minutes. Just took 4 shots, 3 of 4 from the floor, 5 for 8 from the line. I, I cannot think of another game ever where Dewan Harris has shot 8 free throws. He was getting to the line, and that kind of explains why there were only 4 official field goal attempts, because he was getting fouled on a lot of his drives. Um, I know that, that 11 points isn't going to pop off the scoreboard at you, but I thought that he was really good. We we noticed several just jaw-dropping passes that he's made. Landon, you kind of mentioned that you think that Harris to KJ Adams combination is starting to really come to fruition.
1: Yeah, I think especially going into next season, I think if KJ Adams continues to develop his ability to go from the perimeter into score, which he, he does have, um, he just doesn't show it as much as maybe we'd like, Um, I think seeing both those guys who have both developed at exponential rates, especially Adams, not as much with Harris. It's taken a little longer to get there, but he's still developing really, really, really well. Uh, I think if you look at them next season, that's one of the more deadly guard forward combos, probably the most deadly forward combo, uh, guard forward combo in the big 12. One of the Mm -hmm. more deadly ones in the country. If they both develop the way I think they might, I really think we're watching greatness with Dewan Harris. Which yeah. is hilarious, considering what we were saying this time last uh, year. I don't remember
0: that. I don't. I don't remember I, saying I was very high on DeWan Harris last year. If I recall Nick, correctly, Nick, you were very high on him. I, I, I thought, thought he was putting me really on an island. I thought DeJuan the trajectory
2: was, was for him to make score at ten points a game this year.
0: <laughs> if I searched my uh, conversation history for D two point guard DeWan Harris, no results would come up at all. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, yeah, we never said start Remy. Right? Oh Let's yeah, go, well. which I still kind of think they. Should have, but, you know, that's we're, we're not going to, oh, do you want to go there? Oh, the, God. Okay, I didn't think we were going there. Oh, I, I see, in the old soundboard, when I would click it again, it would pause, and now it plays twice. So, like, let's just say for whatever reason I wanted to play a fart noise. If I pushed it again, it wouldn't stop, so you'd hear twice, you know, just learning the new
1: soundboard website. You see how, that's, that's professional hosting right there. He wanted to do the fart noise. He was messing with the fart noises all pre-show <laughs> and there. then he just he just got thankfully, one thankfully yeah. uh, we, we had we had Culver's
2: earlier so thankfully he hit that at the right time that Ooh. I let out some gas, <laughs> <I let> out <laughs> gas. oh alright nice well, well you tell will, all episode well, we'll tell, you what, tell you what <laughs> tell you what
0: Nick why don't you let out your opinions on KJ Adams instead uh, of I thought Buda. the
2: transition would have been good to talk about Joe Yes after talking about his being yeah because gas watching Joe you can talk about, <laughs> oh, about oh, uh, yeah,
0: whoever you want I'm not your boss I would have to pay for that I think we should start out
2: uh better and then progress down to the worst parts but yeah KJ Adams in this game scoring eight points plays 34 minutes four for six pretty efficient shooting the ball in this game uh had a total of four rebounds all of them defensive four assists so he did contribute in other ways missed his lone free throw uh what do you guys think of his performance today you think it's been a little bit better than uh, better than he's been in, in the past few games or um, what do you think it's gonna look like for KJ Adams going later and deeper into this March run, and how much do they need him to be more productive for this team to have success in March?
1: Ryan, I think you are being proven more correct with KJ Adams defensively. Is not terrible by any stretch. I thought he's, he did okay. He's in this not game. like sophomore Mitch Lightfoot or anything, Oof. but he is. The
0: size does. Show at times. Yeah, it's the not one. his fault. It's no, not his fault. But in this game, he's going he's up against Usini, who's six ten, right, and is just we saw a couple times. And then there was also uh, who was the other uh, big guy, uh, Jones, the the guy with the the, the guy with the afro that sucks out loud at the free throw line but it was great in this game robert jones yeah uh, we saw a couple times where kj just got the ball picked from over his head just because he's small i thought ernest uday did okay in this game i, I thought he was all right he had, a, he had a thunderous dunk for his only make did block two shots scored four points in eight minutes uh, but i do think you're going to need ernest uday to play 10 to 15 minutes in the NCAA tournament if you're going up against a team with back to the basket bigs We saw Iowa State snag 15 offensive rebounds and with KJ Adams grabbing uh, just four on the defensive end, that's part of it right there. I still love K.J. Adams' game, especially for this team. We saw Coach Roberts try two bigs a little bit in this game as well. I don't believe the offense did much of anything in that sequence, but it was better on the defensive end. But, yeah, I think Ernest Duda is a really important piece for that because K.J., through no fault of his own, he can't grow four inches taller overnight. So I just think that's part of it. But I like what I saw, and I assume you did too.
1: Oh, yeah, I thought he did play well. Um, I, I thought Uday played well as well. I mean, I, he's still raw, and that comes out, and that's why I don't know if you can fully trust him just to play, like, 20 minutes yet.
0: No, no, he would foul out.
1: Yeah, I, I, that'd be your biggest concern. You know, he didn't have
0: any fouls in the that's, game, I, mean, I was just going to say, that's incredible. He didn't um, have any fouls. But KJ, I and mean, he
1: is he's really good, and I, like... His passing is so nice. Like, he's such a good passer. Oh, great vision. For... He should
0: have had a lot more than four assists. I believe Joe Yesifu's brick three-pointers <laughs> cost him at least two assists.
1: And I thought the comparison to Draymond Green earlier in the year was a little bit weird because I didn't really see, like, the ball handling from yeah. him. But, like, that passing really does m- make him a little bit more of a, like, facilitating forward than I thought he would ever
0: really. Except There's the a reason we were calling him K. Draymond Green. That did happen. Like he was that that not, he, he was never he was never Draymond Green, but well, right. that same sort of dynamic where your center the, the is undersized. Then yeah, exactly. Yeah, the undersized five. The other guy that we haven't talked about in the starting five is Kevin McCuller, who had six points. Played just 12 minutes, though. He actually had a better statistical game in this, uh, despite playing less than half as many minutes as he did yesterday against, uh, against West Virginia. But the injury, clearly a problem, Nick. We didn't see him for the last 18 minutes of this game, and, and status for tomorrow completely up in the air. Yeah, the, the back
2: spasms, definitely You know, hearing how progressive that kind of injury is and debilitating it can be, clearly looked in pain in the second half. Uh, obviously status tomorrow unknown but hopefully within the next week of rest hopefully that can be resolved and this issue won't keep cropping up you know when you're playing two games per weekend uh, hopefully going longer but in March coming up next week so um, hopefully he gets better but like you said he is going to be a crucial part if this team's defense wants to look as good it has at its peak potential that it has this season.
0: That's definitely true, and Landon. I know that we're in the first half of this TCU Texas game. We have no idea who's going to win it, but I, I think it's fair to say that both of these te- both of these potential opponents for Kansas are the best. They're going to be the best offensive team that Kansas has played in this tournament, having uh, having Kevin McCullar at full strength. Even though, what what would you do if if he shows up tomorrow and is sore but says I can I can gut it out? I almost would consider sitting him and giving him an extra four or five days of rest before they open this NCAA tournament. Cause we've seen that this is such an aggravatable injury.
1: Yeah. Back injuries are really tough because if, Anyone out there has had a back injury? You know how absolutely debilitating that can be. Oh, there's got
0: to be so painful it's, too.
1: Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. As someone who's had a couple minor back problems, it's Ugh. like it's not great. And we <laughs> could wa- we <laughs> we
0: watched the <laughs> game or we watched the play where this happened too. You guys may have been downstairs setting up his camera equipment, but they showed the replay of the exact moment when he was fighting for a loose ball, jumped up in the air and twisted around, and you could see him grimace and the back just like yeah. shot out. You could see that's the moment. He's going to be dealing with that. That could happen at any moment for the entire rest of the season.
1: It's too. one of those things, like, if he says, I can go, the trainers say he can go, and it is it is just, like, pain management slash you run the risk of aggravating it, I probably would consider holding him back and just kind of seeing where the game goes and maybe inserting him for a couple minutes in crucial spots and maybe down the stretch. Mm-hmm. That's probably all I would consider, really, and not playing him much more than...
0: Well, clearly minutes, he felt he better. Clearly he felt better in this game because they started him yesterday. They didn't right. start him, and I don't know if they really expected him to play 26 minutes yesterday. But in this in this game, he starts and gets through most of the first half. But yeah, the second half it just wasn't there. All right, let's have the let's have everybody's favorite conversation, Landon. You were not on last night's show. Uh, what were you doing? Was it fun?
1: What was I doing last
0: night? You moved oh yeah.
1: Uh, I went to a friend's choir concert, which was actually pretty fun.
0: Because whenever uh, whenever at KU Tweets and News saw that you missed this show, uh, he he actually hit me with this in the comments.
2: You suck ass, Landon Fields.
0: And then quickly deleted it. So your fan club will be delighted to know that you're back. But I saw that KU Tweets and News, and I liked that tweet. And then it popped up and says it's been deleted. I saw what you did. I think
2: Landon has a big fan club because the one podcast we do without Ryan... Had the highest amount of hits we've had all oh, season, which had nothing. Still dude, to this point, the season but was hey, at. still to this point, Ryan says it progressively gets higher towards the end of the season. But it does. The following two were lower, so my hypothesis still might stand that. This podcast the problem. is a little bit better without Ryan, so we're going to have to escort you out of here. Oh, yeah, at, at my own house. On, on video, yeah. yeah. At, on on, on yeah.
0: video, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> well, the, the question that Nick and I spent some time debating last night was what does Kansas have to do to get the number one overall seed? I think that you're all going to be in agreement that if they beat whoever they play in the championship game, it's theirs. Houston can win either of their last two games 100-0, and it's not going to. they're not going to leap Kansas on the curve. What happens if Kansas loses a close game tomorrow to either T.C. or Texas and Houston goes on to win the American Athletic Championship? Is Kansas the number one in the Midwest?
1: Uh, I missed part of that question. I was distracted by the cat that may or may not jump on the couch.
0: There, Yep, and there you go. Now yeah, we have, is, we have yeah. a cat on the couch. Um, the, the, so the, the cat definitely seems to think that Kansas has a number one in the Midwest locked up, win or lose tomorrow. But if Kansas beats whoever they play tomorrow night, they're going right. to be the one overall. What if they lose yes. tomorrow night?
2: Nick, what do you think? I think it depends a little bit. Well, Ryan, ta- Ryan and I talked about this a little bit last night. My hypothesis last night is if Houston goes on to win, Kansas goes on to win, Kansas would get the edge. If Houston were to go on to win, Kansas were going to go on to lose – then Houston might have the slight edge, but as it's played out, Kansas has convincingly won their first two games of the Big 12 tournament. Both Quadrant 1 wins. Houston yep. played East Carolina today, <laughs> if that's any sample size. And won by a yeah. the same
0: margin, basically. They In, won by 14. Kansas, Kansas winning yeah. by 13 against the Quad. Yeah. So I,
2: I think that if, if you have a close game tomorrow, I think the only instance where Kansas does not get the number one overall seed tomorrow is if they lose by more than say 10 points, but also which they did just due to Texas Joe, last Joe week. Joe so Lenardi thinks that Alabama is the second overall, one, second overall one seed.
0: That's also and a And if Alabama here, yeah. wins
2: the SEC championship on Sunday, um, then that can certainly be something that you might reconsider. Alabama maybe sliding over Kansas, but they would then again they would go to the
0: south, they'd play in Louisville, wouldn't they? Right? So, break this down for me. Here's I'm going to throw a scenario at you, and you tell me. Uh, one, two, three in order. All three, Kansas, Alabama, Houston, win their conference tournaments. What's the seed line? Kansas, Alabama, Houston. Yeah. I okay. Think. Yep. Kansas loses the title game, but the other two win their championships. I still think it can- should be Kansas. should be. I don't know if it will be. I think
2: it should be Kansas. So
0: you probably. don't think there's any path? Uh, you think Alabama's path to get the number one overall seed is closed?
2: I think so.
1: I if Alabama convincingly wins the SEC tournament and Kansas loses, I think you would have... I don't think it would be a great argument, but I do... I could see the committee going that direction. Okay. Which, which
2: you take out Quadrant One wins, that's what Kansas has on these other teams pretty clearly. The strength of record, strength of schedule and these quality wins. You take that out, Alabama has at least a better schedule than Houston. Right, Kansas. I agree. I, I think oh, yeah. Houston with should five be three. Losses, if they were going to win the SEC Championship five losses, Kansas would then have seven. And you're talking about maybe Alabama is a little bit more deserving maybe than Kansas to get that number one overall seed. But again, then I don't think that would be a concern because Alabama would be going to the south. The problem is Houston snatching that Midwest seed uh, from Kansas and Kansas being forced to go out to Louisville or going out to uh or not leave new louisville new york are going out to Las right Vegas.
0: alabama being in front of kansas doesn't matter because they're not going to take kansas city and i don't think kansas really cares if they go east south or west if all of those options are on the table they want midwest yeah. houston's the one they got to look out for so at this point i think kansas as long as they win tomorrow they're ahead of them i tend to think kansas is ahead of houston no matter what happens the yeah, rest of the so way hard. at this point but only time will tell All right, so continuing on with some of the bench players in this game, we were hoping to see a little more bench production, I think. Just six of 71 points from Kansas coming from their bench. Ernest Uday getting four of those six. We talked about him. MJ Rice did not play at all against West Virginia. He did get on the floor several times, but couldn't stay out there because of poor defense and really didn't do much on offense either. Had a couple fouls, a couple rebounds in six minutes. No points. Bobby Pettiford, completely nothing except for a steal and a rebound in eight minutes. And then there's Joe Yesifu, who got 23 minutes in this game. Uh, Two points, one of four from the floor. Uh, I was watching the game with you guys, so I know that neither one of you was was too enthusiastic about what you saw from any bench piece not named Ernest. I want to ask, is this going to be a problem? But you know, we've been in this spot a hundred times. What is your takeaway from the bench? Uh, well, Joe, yes, we certainly tried to score. <laughs> I'll, say, he did. I'll say that he tried did. his darndest. He really tried. Um, I'm,
1: I'm still concerned. I mean, I, I don't. This is one of the least productive scoring benches KU's ever had, at least yep. in the Bill Self Fair. I mean. Normally they at least have one
0: guy that you can bring off that'll give you six, seven, eight. And last kind of year age. they had such a lightning rod, such a lightning rod of a player that right. was just ready to go. Well, and even
1: Mitch Lightfoot last year was like yeah. 10 times more productive. I was than thinking la- I
0: was thinking last night about how much Mitch Lightfoot would help this team. He would. Like he really would. Yeah, of course,
1: now any basketball player in his seventh year in college, in theory, should be <laughs> solid.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I mean genuinely though, he would be a huge help mm-hmm. to this team. I just really like how Joe Yespo has really embraced that you miss all the shots you don't take. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you miss all the shots you do
0: take. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he tries. And there's there's we've seen a couple times wherever he's been really good wherever he's come off the bench against teams like Tennessee and Texas Southern. Yeah, he has. And I, I, and I think you've got to try it every time. I know that we watch Joe Yassifu struggle and we think, man, this feels like a waste of time. I think you have to give it a shot because you, there's a one in four chance that you're having one of those 10.3 assist games from Yassifu. Well, and it's not like there
1: is a Remy Martin, that right? You're bearing on the bench for Joe Yassifu. It's not like any of the other guys are productive at his position anyway. So yeah, what are you, you going to do? Keep the one guard that you have seen flashes of also on the bench longer? Right. Like, it does make sense to play him. You have to try.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, MJ Rice, uh, I totally didn't even think about how he didn't play last night. Like, then I remember that this morning. Oh, MJ didn't play. This is just a lost season for him at this point.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I still think he could be an okay player, but it will definitely be next season or beyond.
2: I don't know if he's going to be back next year is my... Hmm. i uh,
0: he see i think question. he probably figures to be a starter next year right you would think
2: uh, the know. face
0: landon just made i think That's says it all kind of scary and i think one of the cats just knocked one of the spring to our no i think they just discovered landon's equipment over there so they're gonna have yeah. uh, oh we may have to <laughs> there we yeah, go we're, we're yeah, okay, trying to okay. do a show with some animals here and yeah it's, it's going great mike jankovich zuby edge of four they took their warm-ups off at the very end of the game and and how was that as th- we're now distracted by cats which you know it would happen if you're doing a that does happen I mean, uh,
1: <laughs> the cat is now trying to climb off of my backpack into yeah Just keep, uh, and now everybody's up
0: everybody's up all right air horn up let's see here <laughs> I think we've tamed the cat at we this have. point. Up, oh, their cat's coming back. Uh, it's like Joe has to be going back to take another jump shot. <laughs> it's like we know how this is going to go, but yet yeah, we continue doing it. So oh, Landon's man. all the cords, Landon's climbing all over. Uh, we could have <laughs> talked about Bobby Pettiford in that little gap there, but he didn't do anything like the regular. Yeah, you know, Bob Bobby Pettiford, Pettiford did as many interesting things as the jersey number he wears. And <laughs> I, I just ultimately got that wrong. I thought that he would be. Uh, the Frank Mason comparison was, was never yeah, it was fair. Yeah, so
2: premature, too. Yeah. I, I don't think
0: we ever said he's Frank Mason 2.0. But we thought, I just thought he would be more involved. It's now the cat's back. Which, speaking of getting involved to the cat with Landon's personal items. Uh,
1: yeah, Buster is potentially putting up a better stat line right now than, yeah. than Bobby Pettiford. He did
0: something interesting. That's something that Bobby Pettiford did not. Uh, That's true. Maybe Buster I Pettiford draw would do defensive yeah. attention
1: to him, which is Bobby <laughs> Pettiford did not necessarily
0: warrant I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like Bobby Pettiford, eh, maybe Buster Pettiford would be would be a little bit better. I don't know, I I don't know, I, I do think, like,
1: you watch him and he does, like, he has Frank Mason-isms to him, like, <laughs> he's quick, the body type, certainly, like, he's just kind of a stocking kind of, like, the, even like Frank t- Mason in his more frustrating early couple, uh, frustrating a little bit, early seasons, like. He still had, like, great games, and you could see that there was a very, very good basketball player in Frank Mason and Bobby Pettiford has shown that like what against North Dakota State,
0: but Frank Mason averaged six points and shot thirty three percent on threes as a freshman. Yeah, and that's what we kind of thought we were getting from Pettiford this year. Sophomore Frank Mason was thirteen points a game and shot over forty two percent. Yeah, obviously. he was. Like, yeah, I mean he was a fantastic. Player. And, I mean, and granted Frank Mason was a college scorer. Only Moses Malone scored more points at his high school than Frank Mason did. Bobby Pettiford, I don't think was ever known for that. But see, I think Pettiford's a more likely transfer candidate this year than. Uh, than mj rice they have a it couple
1: will... of combo guards coming uh-huh, in class next yeah year. i just
0: don't know who pettiford's going to legitimately get minutes over uh this year and it makes me sad because i had high expectations for him all right ku in this game 52 percent from the floor 32 percent from three they were much improved at the free throw line shooting 19 of 26 for 73 percent they did lose on the glass but they forced 22 turnovers which really offset the 17 that they committed themselves uh, any any takeaways uh, from this game? It was good to see Kansas play well. Uh, they now have back-to-back comfortable wins in the Big 12 tournament. They have a one-seed unlock. On maybe the one overall unlock. On a win tomorrow night would definitely put the nail in that coffin. Uh, what are your closing thoughts about what we just watched Kansas uh, put up today?
2: Nick, I'm sorry, I'm currently watching the TCU cheerleaders, but uh, <laughs> from what we watched in the the KU game, uh, like I said, like we alluded to when he came into the show, this was just a really good win for this team, um, and, and they they, still, they don't miss a beat. They, they lost to Texas, and, and it seemed like a meaningless game. They've done that in the past. Oklahoma State a couple years ago was the same case, but then after that, immediately back to where they were before they got them the regular season Big 12 crown, um, and, and they're they're hitting their stride again at the right time, Maybe while other teams like K-State, um, among others, are, are starting to fall off a little bit. So a lot to be encouraged about, a lot of opportunity for guys like Ernest Uday, you know, KJ Adams, see what he does in this postseason. Obviously, Kevin McClure is going to be a big question mark, at least in the immediate future. But uh, really nothing you can be super disappointed about, especially with guys like Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick getting back off their schneid.
0: Landon, any closing thoughts?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with Nick. I think the offensive production you're seeing, primarily from Jalen Wilson, from Grady Dick, is really encouraging as this team makes its push into the big dance coming up. I mean, yeah, I mean, they are they're a win away from being the number one overall seed with the chance to play in the T-Mobile Center in a couple of weeks.
0: All right, let's go on to other games. And there is, uh, we're kind of in the midst of some games are in progress, some aren't. We'll have a whole bunch of fun things to talk about, I'm sure. Uh, But all right, Landon, why don't you go ahead and lead us off. Let's talk about the ACC tournament. We're going to be ESPN for a minute here and talk all about all things ACC. uh, Because it looks like that one of the teams that we were laughing at earlier in the year maybe is kind of starting to heat up a little bit. Maybe we shouldn't have uh, thrown so many eggs at the John Shire sucks house.
1: Yeah, Duke. Takes down Miami 85-78, number number 21 in the nation, Duke. I don't have their turn. Well, it's one and four. Number four in the ACC, Duke. uh, Takes down number one in the ACC, Miami, 85-78. The Blue Devils led by Kyle Filipowski. He had 17 points, 11 rebounds, and five assists. Um, Yeah, I think you're right, Ryan. I think Duke maybe just took a little bit of time to find themselves, but they are playing really well. I still think Miami... Is maybe the team I would bet on to be more dangerous
0: in the NCAA? I don't think I agree with that anymore. I, I don't you know. had I'm... me until du- I mean Duke's won eight in a row. They're not wrong. I, they're I, playing I, really well, and and there's just so much talent on that team. Like what seed is Duke right now? They were a six at the beginning of the week per Linardi, but if they win this ACC tournament, and oh, they're yeah. definitely going to they're be favored, uh, yeah, they they feel like the four that I want no part of getting in Kansas's region. Yeah. That is one hot basketball team right now.
1: That is fair. Uh, and then the other ACC game, not quite over yet. Uh, we are at halftime. Yeah, it's basically over. Virginia is currently leading at halftime, 37-25 over Clemson. Another half to play, so you never know. Virginia may end up with only 46 uh, 46 total points. That's right. 12-point that
0: halftime lead for Virginia with their defense may as well be uh, insurmountable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. did Virginia, let's see. So Virginia this year, they beat Duke at home in overtime. They didn't play at Cameron. That feels like one of those games where that ain't happening again. I think Duke is really starting to hit their stride, as as gross as that is to say. All right, mm-hmm. let's talk about the Big East. Nick, you can take that one because we have, it, very, very clearly we have that game, uh, the title game, all mapped out. And there were four. Two uh, there were two really good semifinal yeah. games between. What well, should have been the
2: title game, I think, in this conference, uh, UConn and Marquette, number eleven and number six Marquette. Um, Marquette wins this one, seventy to sixty eight. Uh, very back and forth, tied at halftime. Second half, you know, UConn had a chance to go ahead and, and take uh, tie the game or go for the lead, um, but Marquette. Shaka smart with hair on his head now. Did not at Texas, you know, when you're not dealing with the Texas boosters and that BCS money. Much less you stressful. You can grow hair. It's a lot less stressful yep. than Marquette is. Are you telling me that wasn't Nick Wright coaching Marquette? <laughs> right, they look exactly the same. As but well. uh, the, the the leader for Marquette in points, uh, his last name's Kolek. He looks a lot like Christian Brown with a little yeah. bit longer hair. Feature
0: white guy in the game. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Everybody, hold up. So you know what we didn't do in the KU recap? Talk we didn't do... The white guy. Yep. <laughs> talking about the balding guy are we talking there's a couple options here and neither one of them really did a lot of damage against kansas however we just got to talk a little bit about that one guy who's who's,
1: what looks like he's 29 yes
0: who was that i don't even know well there Uh, there was um there, there was there was holly who came in the game and got really excited about something we didn't know he didn't he didn't shoot a three uh, all Jazz didn't shoot any threes. No. Um, I'm trying to find who the who the, the the really white guy with the receding hairline that gave uh, uh, Eli King. <laughs> they they didn't get burned by a guy named Eli. He really should have shot the ball. He, he would have gone to the basket. He bricked his two
2: um, bricked his two free throws. I think. Wow, he? averaging yeah. of 1.1 points per game this season. 20 percent career he, three point shooter.
0: Absolutely would have made a handful of them. Had, uh, had he launched. He's okay. from a
1: place called Caledonia, Minnesota. Yeah. Sounds about
0: right. So Nick Marquette beats UConn. And then in the other half of that, it looks like Xavier uh, is definitely going to play Marquette in the finals. They are up big on the Blue Jays in the second half. Uh, Sean Miller, sweaty Sean Miller coaching Xavier. Uh, definitely feels like he's getting closer to getting one of the bigger jobs. That feels like who Texas should call, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, he's a very good basketball player. That coach. feels like a solid call, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think early vibes about who wins that potential showdown? Marquette and Xavier, two of the three highest-ranked teams in the Big East. Anybody, shopping, anybody stopping Shaka's Golden Eagles? Two close calls in two
1: games in the Big East tournament so far for Marquette. But... I think I will take them yeah I think that's my
0: guess I think they're the best team there Xavier's good though I don't really want any part of either one of these teams in the I don't really want Kansas to get any big east teams in their in their bracket I think Marquette is great oh that's a police siren okay I was like what is going on here? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Great radio. I think Marquette's <laughs> really good. I don't want any part of them. I don't want Xavier. I don't want Creighton because Baylor Shireman exists and I don't want, uh, I don't want Yukon either. I really just don't want any big East teams in Kansas bracket. Give me all the big 10 teams instead, not the pac 12, anything, but the big 12, whenever bill self is the coach.
2: Speaking of the big 10 earlier today, Number five Purdue secured a win over Rutgers as a team on the on the border of getting in the tournament. I think at this point they're in after beating Michigan yesterday.
0: Rutgers gave them
2: a game, but yeah, in the end, too much Edie. Seventy to sixty five was the final score. Um, Zach Edie was not the leading score though for Purdue. That was Gillis, um, and then also in the nightcap of the Big Ten game uh, games, Maryland and Indiana currently tied right now, so that should be a good finish. Um, Lower so. seeds uh given given the, the the higher higher seeds are running for their money ohio state with the win
1: penn state with the win yep uh in in the other quarterfinals i should have taken ohio state i really wanted yeah to. ohio state starting to heat out back up
0: they're a five win big 10 team that has now won three games in three days they do face the fighting zach edis tomorrow gotta think eventually they're gonna run out of juice uh, so that tournament is purdue and three teams that aren't purdue right feels like the Boilermakers are gonna Run away with that and lock up a one seed. Even though if it's Indiana in the finals, we did see them lose to Indiana at home a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, the Big Ten, I don't, I don't mind them. What if in the we really don't have a lot to talk about in the Pac-12? But what if assistant turned interim coach Norm Roberts beats a bunch of Pac-12 teams in the tournament after Bill Self can never ever get it done against a pac twelve team. Uh blank check for when Bill retires, I think. Yep. I think you have to at this point. Uh so Bill Self is 0-4 against Pac-12 teams in the NCAA tournament at Kansas. Name the four losses.
1: Against Pac-12 teams? Yep. Well USC. USC is yep. yep. UCLA in the Elite Eight. Yep.
0: Uh, Oregon in the Elite Eight. And yep. And Stanford. There it is. Look at look at that list. In case that any <laughs> Not any... a forgettable one among them. No. <laughs> Oregon yeah. made a thousand threes. Stanford didn't make a single three. UCLA was basically a home game, and then, uh, which one am U- I missing? U- USC did the shack oh, USC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, USC
2: just... USC just, beat him by 37 points. The 30, worst. Yeah, oh, 35 or whatever. Yeah. 37, I think. Was, That's
0: the worst so loss bad. in the South era, right? Points-wise. Yeah. Even the Kentucky bloodbath of 2014 was, quote, only 32, as the cat has decided he's going to sit on Landon's back. I think
1: one of the cats was and...
2: doing the splits
1: inside <laughs> the camera bag earlier. Which is, they were both so huddling,
2: oh yeah, over. Like, how close can we get to Landon's equipment
0: without him getting up? As a reminder, Um, if it fits, they sit's. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. In the SEC. So we had number one seed Alabama, top five team in the country. They made quick work of Mississippi State, a tournament Mississippi State team, and Alabama still runs away and hides from them. The upset of the day from a point spread perspective was number 25 Missouri pulling off a five point underdog turned upset win against number 17 Tennessee. The Volunteers, remember, they beat Kansas. They climbed into the top five early in the season. Uh, Tennessee has gone from. 18-3 uh, and three to 23-10. So they are, uh, what is that? That's 5-7 and seven in their last 12 games. Uh, Rick Barnes hasn't made the second weekend of the NCAA tournament since 2008. Um, you guys should not bet on Tennessee to go deep in your bracket. Don't, you, will you look me in no. the eyes right now and promise you will not have Tennessee making the Sweet 16? Don't do it. No, it's Don't, not going to end well. Just say no. Just say no to Rick Barnes, which is, if we're being honest, what Tennessee should have said all those years and ago. And worse than drugs. Good win for number 18, Texas A&M, who puts together a wild comeback. They beat Arkansas by outscoring them by 19 in the second half. A&M continues to just collect wins. They've won 24 games now this year, and they are going to face the winner of Vanderbilt and Kentucky. Right now, Vanderbilt up seven points on a lot of people's pick to win the SEC tournament in the Wildcats. You guys still like Alabama getting out of that tournament? Are they still your your bet? Um
1: I, I think so. I think so. I think they're definitely the best team, but I don't know. Texas A&M is is pretty legitimately good. Texas A&M just beat Alabama. They did just a couple of days ago. And there's other solid teams here. I mean, it's not a gimme. It's it's no. it's it's, it's going to be a tough road. but I do like Alabama more than the others.
0: Really, not a lot to talk about in the Pac-12. Number two UCLA starting to pull away from Oregon. Certainly looks like they're going to make the finals. And then number eight Arizona, a eight point favorite against in-state rival Arizona State. UCLA-Arizona is the game we all want to see with Bill Walton on the call because, yes, sign me up for that. Arizona State-Arizona starts tonight at 10.30 with Bill Walton on the call. I am absolutely going to turn on those late-night hoops with Bill. Or something like that, I guess. So, yeah, it's going to be. And it probably won't even be 10.30. It'll probably be, like, closer to 11 with how People that
1: have done significantly... Less trippy things than watching
0: Bill Walton at at for sure. PM. I hope he wears one of his tie dye shirts because that just makes the experience even yeah. better. Hopefully he is wearing a shirt. That's true. It's always a toss up with uh, with him. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about. Are there any any other notes in this uh, in this these tournaments that you really want to talk about? Uh, we talked about uh, how we're really not going to touch much on Houston. They blew out East Carolina. They're a double digit favorite against Cincinnati in their semifinal. Really not much exciting stuff there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow through the tournaments and I want you to tell me who wins Big Twelve, Texas, Kansas, ballsy call by Nick because we don't even know if Texas will be there as of right now though they do look pretty good so far through a half. Okay, what about uh, the Big Ten?
1: I'm gonna go with Indiana. I'm okay, Indiana gets
0: it. Purdue, ACC, Duke. Yeah, I hate it, but Duke. Yeah, Duke's looking really good.
1: SEC. Alabama. Alabama. Pac 12. UCLA. I think UCLA is really
0: rounding into form nicely. I think Arizona beats UCLA if they play again. I think UCLA they they've had some injury problems. I don't know, but I think both those teams are are really even. American Athletic. Uh, who's left? Houston. And <laughs> a bunch of crap.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's going to be Houston. I wanted to say something funny like Tulane, but Tulane
0: sucks. <laughs> and they're the second best. They're the two seed. They are the two seed in that tournament. Uh, and no, last no, Memphis is. Memphis got ended up getting him by a game. Oh, did they, they that's right. A-League well Memphis play, yeah. should have beaten him at the very end yeah. there. Um, uh, Ivy Lee, can you name the four teams left? Don't you look? Oh, I looked earlier and I still can't remember. Because they only, we got a 50-50 Cornell. Yeah. yeah, Cornell, uh, Yale. Princeton and Penn? Yeah, nice job, Landon. Nice. And look at that. Harvard, Uh, they got a limit. Oh, wait, no, they didn't because only four teams get a play in the Ivy League tournament. Have you seen that bracket? Oh, that's They dumb. don't do, do an eight-team that. format. They, it's, it's, Why? It's, they have uh, eight teams
2: in their conference. Right? I know. The Ivy League doesn't so do easy, anything right. The yeah. Ivy League canceled basketball for two years. <laughs> they did,
0: yep. Yeah. And Bill Self loves him some Harvard. We got to see Harvard play earlier this year at Allen Fieldhouse, didn't we? Did that Game happened. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was yeah, that really finally. cold game right before Christmas. Yeah, the one we all called as being the sleepiest game of yep. the season. It and it was. That's exactly what it was. Alright, ranked teams to lose since the last show. This is gonna be challenging because we normally have the notes. Uh number twenty-four Creighton is going to lose the Xavier. Uh it's <laughs> fine one, fine one. Uh
1: number whatever they are, Iowa State lost to Kansas.
0: They're not ranked. You okay, lose. well.
1: <laughs> number eleven
2: Yukon
0: lost to Marquette. Number fourteen, Miami lost to Duke. Number seventeen, Tennessee lost to Missouri. Now we're starting to get hot. Uh, one of Texas and TCU has already lost by the time you listen to this. Number yeah. Did we say Yukon? Uh, yeah, Nick, Nick got UConn. Yeah, I think that's everyone. Kentucky, right. Kentucky might lose. Number twenty-three. Kentucky. 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 Yeah, Kentucky is really screwing around with Vanderbilt right now, which is pretty darn funny.
2: Uh, Houston lost. No, they didn't. Oh, no. They, uh-huh. they, like, well, they lost their dignity. Lose. They lost their heart dignity. Bless because, your heart. Yeah, they don't. Uh, Bill Self has his head up his ass so much. <laughs> that was an accident. That, that, that <laughs> was supposed on. to be their horn, but
0: welcome back. Really mean of Nick to joke about Bill Self <laughs> in a time like this. What are you doing? All right. Ask RCB. We're doing a little too good on time. I really don't know what to do with my hands at this point because normally we're 3000 beats into the show by this point um at ryan underst- oh my gosh we got 25 questions oh in. here we go and- yeah we're making up for time oh gosh yeah there's there's aj oh, four comments on the picture with me <laughs> uh, with You're my beard geared. and a taped yeah. phone and a taped <laughs> let's see my what happened here 13, bro. got the absolute best photographer <laughs> in the business who taking that blurry iphone picture landon all right uh yeah this will be good because nick can see the questions now because he and landon are together um let's see here so let's start off with at ryan underscore landreth nick will you get a tattoo if the jayhawks go back to back I will I told my friend cam Lipple listen to this show hey cam
2: I know you're watching uh, We cam and I will get joint tattoos not not joint like not like <laughs> of a joint, right so. all right well you know mom what I wasn't might, do mom it, might, mom you guys might have not let it. me come home
0: uh, we're gonna Smoke get weed <laughs> every day <laughs> That's your tattoo. No, we've just decided. That's your tattoo, Cam and Nick, if Kansas wins if the title. If I get a joint tattoo, I'm going to get this home on my family. I'll take it of Landon's
2: last name. I don't think his parents would let me in his house either. So I guess mo- my mom would make you sleep in the
0: garage. A joint with the smoke coming out that says, uh, That self- spells out. No. Yeah. They'll, they'll self smoking a joint, and he's got two fingers, both with rings. 2022. No, uh, I don't know. It wouldn't be. It would not be involving any illicit
2: drugs, but it would probably be a <laughs> tattoo of some sort. There if, you go. They go back All to right. back. Just, Cam and I agreed on not it. illicit drugs,
1: but NyQuil, aspirin. <laughs> Blind <up>. prescription meds. <laughs> At Show Me Hawk,
0: three questions. Number one: What's more annoying, Hilton South or Burrowhead? Head? Oh God, Borough Head
1: is worse. Burrowhead. So
0: Hilton South is is a thing. Justified. Like, it's justified, right? Burrowhead Head was never really a thing. It was one game. So, yes, I'm going to say yeah. Burrowhead's more annoying. Uh, but though that's kind of dead now, so I don't know if it still is annoying. It, it was at some point. And number two, do you think that Kansas would schedule non-conference games against Oklahoma and or Texas? Uh, mm.
1: The the general trend here has been to wait a couple of years. Before, wait a while, yeah. Yeah, wait <laughs> several years before uh, you schedule the out-of-conference teams again. So, no. I'm mean, Eventually, maybe. Because Kansas
0: has scheduled Col- games and played against all four of the teams that left the Big 12. The, Texas a I think, was Big 12
1: SEC challenge. Right. And Nebraska and Colorado, they've intentionally put on mm-hmm. their non-con schedule. And Missouri,
0: too. And and now Missouri has they come back. Out way to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that Kansas would get to play a game inside KC Municipal Auditorium? Boy, that place hasn't been used as a basketball arena for legit D1. The problem with that place is the capacity. It only holds a couple thousand people.
1: Uh, the NAI Championships
2: play
0: there. So is uh-huh. the MI- e-
1: MIAA
2: is there too. So. Um,
1: I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, that place is also, I mean, kind of rough. It's, like, cool, but it, like yeah. it's a little outdated, um, not, not as nice as you'd like. It'd be cool. I, I'd be down if they wanted to. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, I'll, i i ask. Oh, Nick, questions. Nick, Nick's going to be question. able to do this now. No, yeah. I'm not asking
2: a question. I'll, I'll read it because oh, you oh. have Twitter up and I have Twitter. Okay, yeah. blocked Re- everywhere. Read away. Um, read at read your... AJ, my good friend, hey. Rock AJ, hey. AJ. Yeah, I love you, AJ, yeah. you're Rod- AJ. Rodney Terry lovers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and in, he asked, what body part would you cut off if it meant the Jayhawks were guarantee- guaranteed to go back to back? Fingernail. <laughs> I
0: was going to so, say. Is that a body part? Cheapy little answer. It's on, it's on, my, it's on my body. I'm not yeah. losing a body part for Kansas basketball. Yeah, I don't care that much. I uh, How about one strand of hair? Yeah. Count? You can have one piece of hair. There you go. And it's got to be for my head because I can't grow any sort of a beard. I am a baby face. This is four days after not shaving.
2: AJ also nothing, asked. Nothing. Uh, I'm, I'm not actually going to answer any of those because they're basketball related. So, Lynn,
0: <laughs> take it away. All right,
2: AJ. I will be... A kinder person. This is
0: gonna go so much faster and less clunky in person.
1: Uh, from AJ, how good would KU's last five Big 12 Player of the Years be, which is Frank Mason, Devontae Graham, Ochai abaji Jen Wilson, and Udoka Buki. And how many games would that team or would that starting five win? With that starting of them. five and us three oh. off the bench, still in the oh. Big 12.
0: Uh, all of them still, because we um, don't play. Yeah, yeah, we I, get the MJ Rice treatment. And that, that's a that's even a legit team too. It's two guards, two wings, and a center. Like yeah. that's a perfect roster. That would be an an insanely good team. That would still lose to 10 seed <laughs> UNLV in the round of 32 yeah. at the Sprint Center. Like something stupid would happen to that team, guaranteed. Um, at Ku tweets and news, should we try the KJ Uday lineup more? I like it for defensive purposes in a game like this. That was a slugfest. You're up by three possessions and three possessions felt a lot more than that. Just because of how good the defense was. I think it's worth a shot. If you're in a high paced shootout, it's not going to result in maximum offense, but yeah, I'd like to see it a little bit more than we have this year. Interesting that we really have never seen it with Bill Self. And now with Norm Roberts, we did see it.
1: Yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting to see. We, and which was funny. Cause we were literally just talking about what KJ would look like as a, as a potential four. And then we did. Yeah. Nick, what do you, what do you think of that lineup? Of, of KJ and Ude out there at the same time.
2: I, I enjoy it. I think that, you know, for a while we used to hit, hate on Bill Self for his two, guard, his two big lineups, but now that you have these so many guards and so many smaller players, I think that they actually, KJ playing the four kind of, they've kind of played, I think they can play in tandem well too, um, but I don't know. Uh, I think that they, what what's worked has worked. You don't mess with stuff that, that is working well, and I think Kansas's lineup with solely KJ or solely Ernest out there uh, it's gone just fine. But also, I like Ryan's point. Defense definitely looks a lot better, especially against bigger-sized teams when both of them are out on
0: the floor. Go for it, Landon. I'm, I'm trying to get other different conference tournament games on now. We'll watch We'll watch Kentucky, who's now down uh, by 10 points.
1: From at Dick underscore Taser, is Norm Roberts the executive producer of this podcast? Man, that'd be so much more money than we put in. this. Be? Yeah,
2: that'd be no. a, winningless, or win, uh, a winning full podcast. Uh, podcast host because he hasn't lost. So. That's right. He is
0: True. 6-0, and is Norm Roberts. Winning full is definitely a definite word. Not At AJ Roberts. Stevenson, should Norm let Townsley coach for a little bit? That'd be funny if they all got different halves. <laughs> they all rotated. Right. Jeremy Towns Case would have one good coach. To coach? <laughs> 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 we see you, Norm. Jeremy uh, Case would coach well for like a half, and everybody would be like, that's why they need to hire him and not do a coaching, coaching search. Call that guy. Huber <laughs> yeah, <that one>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Davis, 2.0. At S Small two twenty twenty. Uh, does anybody know where is At Emo playing tonight? Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty cold. <laughs>
2: Not in the Q mobile Center.
0: No, because they cannot defend to save their frigging lives. Playing but... uh, the the pinball machines in the, in the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I Nick and I were talking about this last night. I'm kind of nervous to say this on the air. I would root for K State in the Big Twelve tournament and the NCAA tournament. Yeah. We have you all on camera now. So I know. I like Keontae weeks. Johnson. I like Jerome Tang. Actually, though, I I will as well. I don't I know how anybody. Love, yeah they're fine like it's I, I don't i'm not gonna go buy a k-state shirt or anything but if they win will i be happy for them yeah absolutely uh for matt elliot roos and h1 all right we're getting deep here
1: very off basketball topic hashtag right. ask rcb but what are your guys top five moments in life if you can't narrow them down uh, a list is cool too
0: that's It's a lot of top five, top five moments, moments in life, life. Um, a lot of things. when Bill self played Jalen Wilson with two fouls in the first half, that was the greatest moment of my existence. I'm pretty sure. All right. So top five moments in life. I mean, I guess I have to say my wedding. Um, yeah. I got to say my proposing to my wife. That was, that that's sense. up there. And then chief super bowl, chief super bowl, Jayhawks title. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad one. Um, two of those won't apply for either of us. But <laughs> so. right. are they, what do you mean? You guys are chiefs fans.
2: I mean, Ryan's wedding was cool, but yeah, it was not top five. it'd be more fun to be like in the, like the one getting married, but, um, uh, I don't know. I walked 16 miles yeah, that so day, man. Su- that was a long day. Nick, the super player
1: guy that <laughs> gets with all the women, uh, pats me on the back. Like, <laughs> I am just I'm right there with you. This is our, uh, we're
2: sitting on a couch together. Ryan's the therapist and, uh, <laughs> we're a, telling the doll where it hurts. Yeah,
0: that's right. Keep pointing to it.
2: I don't know. Top five moments in life. That's too hard. I feel
1: like. I don't know, I should have more than zero. I, I guess, mean, one but... of my
0: one of my top moments in life was when I learned that Landon ripped his shirt off and out of <laughs> anger with Jalen Wilson that fumbling that ball out of bounds in Austin two years perhaps ago. Perhaps one of my bottom five moments in sports life, yeah. at least. That team, you're, that entire season rooting for that Jayhawks team that you hated so much. Um, I, Visiting some old
1: friends in Michigan when I went back for a, a wedding last month and we a different wedding, a different daughter they have, uh, in August. Had a couple moments to just kind of sit back and... Be very nostalgic and sappy for a second. Nice and deep. Those are are way up there. The top
0: uh, 411 days of my life are the 411 days we've done this podcast.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say the only games you've ever seen the Royals win in your life. Oh, well, no, Uh. they haven't won
0: 400 times, I don't think. (laughs) Definitely not feel like that. At Rock Shock AJ, Girl Scout cookies or ice cream? Uh, yes. Ice cream. Why not both? Put the Girl Scout cookies <laughs> Girl Scout in cookies the ice cream. Thin overrated. mints
1: in any flavor of ice
0: cream. Have That's you something? not had that whenever they did a Thin Mint Blizzard a few years ago? They I haven't know, brought I it back got Girl Scout cookies are overrated. No, Girl Scout cookies no. are cocaine in cookie form. You are correct. They are like $6 a box.
2: It's yeah, they are $6 dollars worth now. every
0: penny. It's, it's gotten ridiculous. Uh, what is the best
1: flavor of Girl Scout cookies? Uh, thank you. Correct. Thanks, thanks a lot. It's really not true. even close. There's other good flavors. I, I can't name them. The, the lemon ones are the,
0: pretty good. The thanks yeah. a lot are okay. I'll give you that. I, but that's thin that's mint, my type yeah. of cookie. Yeah, like, it's, it's just
1: right. a
2: shortbread with chocolate. I yep.
1: Mean, Yes, they're not overrated. They are properly rated. Uh, from at Steven Timmy 17, rank these people from most annoying to least annoying. <laughs> and then the Steven lists Fran Fraschilla, Shaka Smart, Bill Walton, Tanner Groves, and Big 12 refs. Big 12 refs. Number one. Annoying. Number one. They're the fr- most annoying. Fran Fraschilla, number two. No, I
0: think the refs are more annoying than Fran. The refs make a push for number one. Uh, I said refs one, Fran yeah. two. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, ta- I meant uh, Tanner Groves. Tanner Groves makes a push. Tanner Groves is but three. But Tanner Groves at least did nothing. I hope Tanner Groves gets, gets steps in a big puddle <laughs> with his brand new shoes every day he ever leaves the house for the rest of his life. Refs one. Okay, uh, you know what? Fine. Refs one, Fran two. Uh, Tanner Groves three. Bill Walton three. No, Bill Walton no, is not Bill even Walton's on this five. list. Yeah. Bill Walton rocks my mm.
1: socks off shaka is five so Shaka's is kind of.
0: not that annoying he,
1: he, yeah, there's nothing he's kind of
0: a twerk but he's not sure, like these guys yeah i don't think he deserves to be on this particular yeah, list. that's that's too that's too mean at real gl or at real g play a one who are two team or who are teams that we should avoid in the ncaa tournament the good ones i don't know and this
2: question <laughs> this question always Big is... biggie's teams yeah, that's real. uh
0: alabama duke so all the yeah all the good teams uh, I don't really want any part of yeah the 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 Big East four. Those are the ones that I'm, yeah, I'm not looking for. The Big
1: East schools for sure. I would say you don't want too much of surging UCLA either right now.
0: Don't really want Miami. Miami shoots a three ball really well. They're one of the best yeah. three point shooting teams out there. Uh, but I've seen a lot of brackets with various eight and nine matchups for Kansas, and none of them have me going. Oh no, I think they're. You saw what they did in Missouri. That's an eight seed yeah
1: also i would like to shout out uh Rock aj because j- he posted a um a, a picture of michael jordan saying i'm back which i got because i forgot that you said that you weren't asking questions on the last on the last couple shows All right and then he's back so I got hey it.
0: another one from elliot roost and h that we didn't even read uh separate from alan fieldhouse where would your favorite college basketball arena be to go watch a game at uh i've only been to Allen fieldhouse Same. bramlage and the t-mobile center there's the only three i've been seeing. uh
1: i've i have not even been to bramlage yet so. bramlage is
0: cool bramlage during a kuk state game is good i would love to watch a game at uh at duke i think it'd be so yeah, fun if say, even as someone out. who hates
1: duke i really would like to go to cameron because that's a... the
0: one that we always see it compared with alan that's the one that we always wonder right cameron and Allen fieldhouse i think the dean dome yep. specifically for like
1: a Duke game, an NC State game, mm-hmm. like one of their big You need the matches. juice. Yeah. With one with a lot of uh, juice in it would be really, really fun. Rupp
0: Arena always sounds like a freaking mall. It sounds awful. I don't yeah, need to go the, there. Was
1: uh, what is it, Michigan State's the Breslin Center. uh uh-huh, that, that one gets pretty in-zone. energized sometimes. Texas
0: Arena Arena's up there, too. That place yeah, is always honestly, chaos. That's one,
1: that, that one's a little more feasible, probably. Yep. Um, Hilton. Hilton Hilton, is a good Hilton color. would be really fun to go to, yeah. T
0: Mobile Center is really good though. You guys need to Landon and I went to that that we went to the least attended basketball game in the history yeah, of the Center. Yeah, when there center. was
1: forty six K State fans and one TCU fan being me.
0: Yep, and that was two years ago tonight. And uh just a little bit less than two years ago tonight. You <coughs> remember that night. Yeah. It
1: was not you, won't fun. Let, you won't let me forget.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to. I will not eat food at the sprint center for the rest of my life. At uh cool underscore hands underscore Lucas ask. I know what
2: Nate Oates is was the top of your coaching hires to replace Bill Self someday. But what about TJ Otzelberger? I think he is a good, heck of a coach. Also, who else would you want to call to be the next coach after Bill?
0: Well, my first call, if I am Kansas, let's say that that for whatever reason Bill Self's done after this year. My first call is Jay Wright. Yep. Jay Wright would say no, but I would I would All make him right. say no. I'd probably call Billy Donovan. He's uh, him... almost certainly going to say no. Yeah, but I and but I I don't know. I think well, that... these
2: guys though. I mean, Kansas is the best coaching job in the country. That's yeah, but Billy Donovan you. has reached the pinnacle
1: of the sport twice. Like, yeah, I mean, like he doesn't have a lot yeah. more to accomplish unless he just wanted to coach at one of the premier programs. Right. Like, if he just wants to, then maybe I'd but... be
0: tempted to call Scott Drew too.
1: Yeah, I think he would also say no because he's set
2: up so well at his yeah, current
0: program, to. but. Tony Bennett is getting a call. He's a very successful basketball coach. Tony Bennett's
2: the coach. Hey, we are done doing this. We're done being
0: Kansas. What What if they call John Calipari? Hypothetically yeah, I don't know they He call might coach say K? yes What, what,
1: what would Samson From Carl Houston say uh,
0: that, that that may be more realistically A guy who would consider it Yeah Mick Cronin's doing well But he's also at UCLA yeah. now Honestly uh, Sean Miller Yeah Sean Miller's a great call Sean Miller always felt like He kind of was similar To Bill Self. Cheaters He bits right in with the <laughs> Exactly yeah <a> brand synergy <laughs> you know call Shaka No A call? No He's got Marquette As the no. number of the country I'll coach Kansas Before Shaka <laughs> I don't need that That'd be hilarious. You coach the Kansas fans. from
2: your couch already enough. So
0: At Jaybird 8287, time for Yesifu and Pettiford to go. I bet one of them does leave. I bet one of them comes back and one of them transfers out. Probably. And Yesifu just bricked another three. <laughs> At uh, Let's just do some AJ questions here. What is your layout for the Thursday-Friday games on the NCAA tournament? Four TVs, two TVs, tablet, two TVs, and an iMac. Three TVs
1: my work computer oh you didn't ask up for it
0: it's okay so there's a thing
1: that i hate i hate this truly sorry if if one employer finds this oh oh. you suck or his employer's
2: equipment too at their mercy we are yeah he's talking come on
0: landon come on landon Landon. you gotta get your pto request
1: in a long time ago march is national quilt month not a joke. <laughs> You're being serious. I'm being 100. percent Well, serious.
0: why couldn't it have been any other month?
1: I ask myself that every single day. Of Unbelievable. March. I, I hate it a lot. It so you couldn't
0: get it off if you wanted to.
1: I. It would be a bigger lift than any other any other month would be. Unbelievable. I know it sucks. Yeah, I hate it. Well,
0: your work computer. But I, but I did then.
1: thankfully get to watch some of the games. I got to watch the Kansas game while I was at work because we didn't really have anything going on. So I was yeah. able to see the game. Katie West Virginia, but.
0: Yeah, no, I mean next week. Next week, same oh, same thing. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. You came over last year. I think you had it off last year. You no, it over? was just an, I came over after work. Okay,
1: yeah. We watched the KU Texas Southern game, and we
0: day. watched PayPal Cal lose to uh, yeah. We watched C. St. Peters, and we watched awesome. both of our brackets go up in flames in real time. <laughs> yeah, we both picked Kentucky to win. Yeah, that's that's what we'll probably talk ourselves into picking them to go way too deep this year. <laughs> if Another they one lose from, to Vandy. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing too hot right now. Also from AJ, if you could pick any Jayhawk from the South fair to just hang out with for a day, who would mm. you pick and what would you do? There's another similar question there do, that was... Nick would
1: do Remy Martin and I do mean do.
0: Same, same, similar sort of question from Chase <laughs> underscore Vansquay. You're on an island, you can only bring two Kansas players. Who would you take? Nick's taking Remy Martin twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I think Ochai Bosh would be a really cool guy just to just yeah. hang out with. I think Yudoka would be really fun. You know Mitch
0: would be
2: great too. Mitch would be a fun time. I don't uh, think Remy would probably be too much high energy for me.
0: Mitch and Chris Tehan have that chemistry going on. I'll bring both of them, and I'll just hear about how Bill Self you would pick the practice. whitest people that have yep. played I this. I would be, the, I would be the, the least white person at the island <laughs> at that point. That'd be awesome. Uh, at Rock Chalk AJ, forget about naming something after yourself. Should it be Norm Roberts Arena or Norm Roberts Court? I mean, if he keeps not losing, hypothetically, this is not going to happen. Hypothetically... Bill's out the rest of the year. They should name the seatbacks after somebody. <laughs> yeah, Bill sells seatbacks on Norm Roberts bleachers. Let's say Bill sells out the rest of the year. And Norm Roberts wins a title. They got to do something. Do They Norm, credit Bill right? with that. Or, oh, or do they, they credit Norm Roberts? I think they credit the school. I don't which think is it... what they've been doing. But yeah, which is stupid. It should go to Norm Roberts. Right.
2: They, I mean, they're... but they wouldn't say Bill Self has three NCAA titles. I don't know
0: what they do. I think for Bill's sake, we just have to hope he coaches in the NCAA tournament if he's going to win at all because yeah, yeah then that would, like because does this go on his resume as a big 12 tournament championship if they win it I think you give it to him I don't think so I think it does I think it officially counts I don't know if we it, you know. I mean it's not like he's
1: starving for them right yeah <laughs> it's not like cool.
0: he's got a contract incentive to, get to <laughs> just finally scrape some dough across the table here. Another one from AJ. Uh, no, we've already done all the AJ questions. That's amazing. At Ryman underscore Justin. As much as this is a true Bill self team and rightfully so, Norm lets guys play through their struggles in different rotations and deeper bench guys, and that's kind of fun. The question: Do uh, do you see them rest Kevin McCord tomorrow? Yeah, I'm gonna say just pure speculation. If he if he missed the second half of that game, I don't know. Let's see if there's anything yeah. on twitter about it let's see if twitter can be good at, for something for once no chance all right let's you ask a question i'm gonna see if i can find I, that i'm Kevin looking can't. how
1: many how many have we missed here um there's not a ton that we okay okay um similar from at capped Kapt cable t cable 33 two questions favorite arena slash court outside of allen house we kind of just talked about that not oregon really
0: like, our favorite court? Not org. Uh, yeah, we're talking court-specific. I don't know. Court I TCU. I can't remember. Fire your stray bullets. I don't care. TCU's eh, court's cool. It's not that good.
1: I, I do like text-to-text. Mm-hmm. A amount. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Court-specific, I'm not sure. Your I'm Kevin McCuller
0: update from all of the blue check marks on Twitter. He is day-to-day with back spasms. Norm Roberts says, if he can play tomorrow, he will.
1: Day to day, a phrase we love here. Yeah, in or, say, are we yeah. all day
0: to
2: day?
1: Technically, yes. We are uh, all day to day. Ryan, do you have any thoughts on the new improvements being
0: made to Allenfield House? Uh, yes, I think they're great. I think everybody on Twitter that's whining about this is going to ruin the historicness of. Our-. Okay, listen. Is anyone guys. complaining about that? It's Yes. Oh, cold. People yeah. don't want the building touched. People don't want air conditioning. People don't want Wi-Fi. People <laughs> don't want air conditioning. People want the 18 inch building's seats hot to as stay. balls with 16,000 people yes. in there. It is. Yes, even on the cold days. People are mad about the tongue
2: courses being changed.
0: Yes, they're mad. They think that it's yeah, it's millennializing Allen Fieldhouse. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> Millennializing.
1: 38 year old millennials. You're gonna now. sit Correct. and
0: sweat your butt off in this
2: <laughs> tiny seat where well, you're no, butt like someone like this it's literally
1: like this yeah to yeah. a stranger
2: that you have <laughs> and if they're a little bit wider it's more like this know,
1: which happened at the KU football game once. right so <laughs> lovely I, gentleman I am a little bit over a little bit large a little a little, <laughs> little uh
0: little large it's okay uh. so I am one of the I'm in the five percentile in weight for adult men I'm not big we, you <laughs> no, can all agree on that wow. I'm short um I wear a size 28 pants and the bleachers are perfect for me. So when you think about <laughs> for while the you're slimming, adult man, the yes. Medicine, the so when you're thinking night. about that and how that works, all you need is one guy with a waist size in the upper thirties, if not lower forties, and everybody's pushed off. And that's yeah. a normal sized person, and they they're messing it all up for everyone else. And the person in aisle one is in the aisle right. or in seat ones in the aisle. yeah. They have to do that. Yeah, do
1: that. I I like it conceptually. I do hope it doesn't uh take out too many seats it seems like it's gonna take out an okay amount we'll see what it is
0: they are gonna add chairbacks so
1: yeah which is i i like as an improvement i think it's fine let's let's see um did we get from at jayhawk junkies will uday be a preseason all big 12 guy next year he yeah, leans toward so. yes
0: that's ambitious he that won't be tabbed with the awards but could he be like the most improved player like kj was this year yeah guys, could, could i see him maybe sneaking out a third team right. next year maybe he's gonna be
1: good I think he is going to be really good. I think Junior Uday is really what you're looking That's at, at as a... Like, Ernest really, Uday is an NBA player. He has all the tools. He's an NBA player. He has all the tools. His perimeter defense is where he really shows that, right. I feel like. Like, you see it a very lot. Very athletic. But he is he has very quick feet on the perimeter, which is not something you see out of a guy like that a lot of the time.
0: That's correct. If you ever have ask RCBS, use the Twitter hashtag. Or don't. <laughs> oh, I put... A exa- a excellent producer-in-chief here. Just forgot to mute it. <laughs> Got to unmute it. All right, let's preview a Big Twelve championship. So as, of, as of right now, That's yeah, straight. we don't we don't know. So you know what? You're, you're, we're gonna do two quick little previews. Number one, Kansas versus number two, Texas, guys. If this game happens, how do you see it going, and what do you think the keys are?
1: I I think generally, um, if Kansas shoots the ball like eight percent better <laughs> than they did. Uh, in Austin. I think they have a very good chance to win. Um, Kansas' defense has played mostly really well in the Big 12 tournament so far. They've mostly played really well most of the season. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think Texas is a good team. I think Texas is an athletic team. I do think they give Kansas problems because they're one of the few teams that can truly actually match their athleticism and just pure talent level a lot of the time, which most teams outside of your Dukes and Kentuckys and whatever can't. Uh, so from that perspective, yeah, I mean, Kansas might have a tougher time, but I think Kansas is a better team, a a better coached team. A They have more of a dynamic factor with Jalen Wilson, with Grady Dick. That's two more dynamic players than anyone Texas has, even with Marcus Carr having a very good season. He is a really good player. He can be a difference maker. Um, but I would like Kansas against Texas a decent amount. I think it would be a close game, but I do think we've seen Texas – as we have all, I mean, we've seen this for years now, and we've all kind of said, they're wishy-washy. Though. Mm-hmm. Like, it really depends on the type of Texas you get. Their offense can disappear. They're a, a not as good defensive team this season as they
2: normally are either. Uh, which does pose problems. So I would definitely like Kansas uh, against the Longhorns. Uh, I, I said Texas earlier. I think that that's on the, operating under the assumption that Kevin McCullough doesn't play very much tomorrow. And that would change things, I think I that say. changes things. If he's good to go and he's 100%, he's not going to be 100%. I don't know If no, I said that. No, he's but not even going to be close. If, he, if, he's, if he's decent, I think Kansas has a, a good shot to win. I just think that uh, whoever they're going to play, uh, I think if they play TCU, I think they'll win. But if they play Texas, I think they're going to lose. Um <laughs>
0: hypothetical preview number two number one kansas against number six tcu landon what do they have to do to win this one um
1: no tcu is pretty legit scary to me um even without eddie lambkin now uh who's a really good offensive rebounder uh interesting defensive presence gives them some problems but i like mike miles man like and he's he's marcus carr if Marcus Carr could kind of consistently shoot. He's the second best
0: player in the Big 12 after Jalen Wilson, Mike Miles.
1: Yeah, really. And Mike Miles isn't even a great three-point shooter, but he's still, like, he's just a really, really dangerous presence Stud on the floor. Like, he is a fantastic basketball player. Leader star. They have um classy mf for charles o'bannon <laughs> they have damien baugh as i say uh, miller might be say, an even it, more consistent
0: it, it, player than miles recently
1: miller's a really good player they have some bigs that are playing very solid minutes with lampkin's absence like that's a really really tough team texas and ntcu they're in a dogfight as we speak so that's certainly a very up in the air game I, you know i'm not sure who's going to win that one but like you know, We saw them come into Allen Fieldhouse and just rock Kansas's world for 40 minutes and a disgusting basketball game. Um, I think Kansas should rather play TCU. TCU doesn't shoot the ball for as wise, well. Yes, and you saw that come out in Fort Worth. Yep, Kansas' defense played a lot better. Right. TCU shot a lot worse.
0: I think Texas has more pieces that could all potentially yes. yep. do different yep. things. Yes. But I think Kansas wins regardless. I think TCU has the more consistent –
1: floor and ceiling though like i think they, they do. have a stead much steadier team like, and you that's know weird to say but i healthy think healthy tcu tonight. i think you're right yeah nick uh, what, what do you think in tcu texas TCU? i i think okay.
2: tcu mat- hypothetical tcu matchup i think kansas wins but I you think, don't necessarily think they beat texas i don't necessarily think they beat texas i think texas has more offensive weapons mike miles seems to be most of the band for tcu right now um but obviously you know guys like damian baugh can play well at times so can classy and sophisticated charles Chaco band that's Jr. Right. Um, but I think overall, I, would, I think I'd prefer to play TCU, but if they play Texas, I think it's going to be a really good game. Depending on how Kevin McColler uh, is in that game, I think Kansas has a good shot. Uh, and it's tough to pick, against, uh, to pick against this Kansas team to win in the Big 12 championship, especially when they're not playing Iowa State in the uh, championship game. It's
0: true. All right, let's do this. Let's make an official pick. Give me two picks. Obviously, only one of them will count. I'll go first. Kansas, 73, TCU, 63, or Kansas, 75, Texas, 70. Uh, I think Kansas
1: 77 TCU 73 or um Kansas 76
2: Texas 70 Kansas 73 TCU 65 Texas 76 Kansas 73
0: All right, All right we got he some stuck with Kansas over or stuck with Texas over Kansas We got some close games here All right other games these are your final official pick'em games of the season to your total. Number 21, Duke, against number 13, Virginia, for an ACC ship. Give me Duke.
1: Yeah, agreed. I hate it, but yes. Yeah, Blue Devils.
0: Number 6, Marquette, against number 15, Xavier, for the Big East title. Landon, I know you got to pick some different games here. We're two games apart. you want to catch up? I'll give you all my picks first to give you the opportunity to do it. I will go with Shockers, Golden Eagles.
1: uh, Well, in that case, I'm going to go with uh, the
2: sweaty Sean Millers, Musketeers. I will also go with the Fighting Shaka Smarts. Uh,
0: and the Pac-12 final, we don't know. UCLA, we're going to just assume it's UCLA-zona. I'm going to take Arizona to beat UCLA. I'm going to take UCLA regardless. <laughs> I will be taking UCLA. Uh, number four, Alabama versus number 25, Missouri, in the SEC semis. I will take, uh, yeah, I will take the Crimson Tide.
2: Yeah, I am going to as well. Alabama's hard to pick against. Uh, they could lose, though. I feel like they could lose. They're... They have these big spurts where they win by 40 and then they have these clunkers, but I will pick Alabama to win the SEC tournament.
0: Number 18, Texas A&M against either Vanderbilt or Kentucky on the other side. I will take the winner, of Vanderbilt, Kentucky, just to, to give Landon the opportunity here. you all in on uh, Texas a
2: and M? I am. I'm a, I would take them either way, I think. Okay. I will uh, take Texas A&M.
0: Number five, Purdue against Ohio State in the Big Ten semis. Is this when the run ends for the Buckeyes? It is indeed. Yes. Yes. Penn State against probably number nineteen Indiana. Like they're they yeah they're up by seven with a minute left on Maryland. They're probably gonna do it. I will take the I will take the uh, the Hoosiers. Uh yeah same. Penn State don't sleep on them. No they're good.
1: Yeah
2: uh, Indiana.
0: Let's do the Ivy League. Cornell versus Yale. Landon, I'll take Yale, so I assume that means... Big Red, baby. Oh, yeah, Andy Bernard. Yeah, this go. is how Pickham's oh, going to be decided, isn't I it? We don't know anything about no, I will take the Yale Bulldogs. Uh, Penn versus Princeton. I hate Penn for what they did to Kansas in 2018, so I'll go with the Tigers.
1: <laughs> go Penn. Quakers. <laughs> All boy. let's go. Landon, who's your favorite Quaker? Oh, oh, probably one from the 1700s, so I don't know. I will take
2: the Tigers.
0: And Cincinnati against number one, Houston. No one has
1: ever referred to the Princeton Tigers as the Tigers. That's never happened. We, LSU, all want, Navy, but, uh, we all want Houston,
0: right? Yeah. All right, so here's how this is going to work. We're going to give you a two podcasts next week before the NCAA tournament starts. We'll give you a Kansas recap. With a preview, we're going to talk about the Kansas draw, specifically from their perspective. That'll probably be about a 45-minute show with an in depth preview in their first game. But then you're going to get a separate bracket preview podcast where we'll all go through the brackets, make our predictions, do all that fun stuff. It is going to be a lot of fun. This is the most wonderful time of the year. And here we go. National
1: Quilt Month.
0: (laughs) you got to celebrate National Quilt Month with a Big 12 tournament, right? Are you going to make Bill Self a quilt? If Kansas goes back-to-back. Back, no, quilts oh. are expensive. It takes so much time. <laughs> this yeah. is Inside the Paint. Hopefully this uh, production came out okay. This is uh, the first ever show we've ever done with the three of us all in person. I'm Ryan Landon. And the
2: first show we've ever done live on camera. I'm That's Landon right. Fields. What's and and I
0: am uh, Nick Whiteford. All right. Get your Ask RCBs in because the next time we talk, we'll have a bracket in front of us. And that will be a lot of fun. So let me say goodbye. Bye, Landon. <laughs> <laughs> oh.